hail. It's been here, hopefully looking a little bit more festive every time we speak. Uh, my encouragement to you today is to find joy in your work. And you might be thinking, Ben, wait a second, I know you, that might not be where you're at right now, but it's something I feel the Lord challenged me with and speaking to me with. And we know that life can be hard and, and life can be toil. And overall, the book of Ecclesiastes might not be the place where you go in the Bible to find the encouragement to work hard and to, to strive and find joy in your work. Because it can paint a pretty grim picture of reality. We hear these phrases from Ecclesiastes that there's nothing new under the sun, that all is vanity and life is striving or chasing after the wind. And I've heard that people, um, people often say that Ecclesiastes is kind of what life is like without Christ. But I disagree. I think that Ecclesiastes is the depiction of life in which Christ is actually a part, working something deeper and greater within us as we come to know him. And the preacher or the, 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 the King Solomon, the wise man, he writes about how he tried to find life and meaning in, in self-indulgence and then living wisely, but, but neither filled his heart. In Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 22 to 23, it is written, What has a man from all the toil and striving of heart with which he tills beneath the sun? For all his days are full of sorrow and his work is a vexation. Even in the night his heart does not rest. This also is vanity. I have to look at myself and I say, Lord, is my my heart at rest at night or is it just a, a vexation? Is this vanity? What verse 23 says, there is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. For apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? We are encouraged as believers to find enjoyment in our work and what's interesting is the actual word in, in the original scripture is that it is to make your soul see good and I was reflecting on that and I thought that was beautiful and my prayer is Lord make my soul see good in my work whatever work it might be whether you're doing a nine to five or whether you're a school teacher like myself or whether it's just cleaning your house or or, or whatever it is that you've got in your hands for your work the preacher says, make your soul see good in your work. For this is from the hand of God. For apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? I believe that we cannot fully enjoy our labours and, and what they mean without the Lord. And I've been reading the book of Discipleship actually recently. My book, it briefly skips through the history of Christianity and discipleship throughout it. And it actually speaks about the monastic movement. So kind of the, the monks who led new movements and how work was an important, a, a core element in their discipleship. That work was part of their discipleship. And I think that more and more. And now life has changed for us since then, particularly with the outbreak and, and many of our jobs may seem insecure, demeaning or, or crushing, truly as Solomon said, truly a vexation. And my encouragement is to is to join with Solomon and say actually there's nothing better when a person should make their soul see good in their toil, for this is from the hand of God. So Lord, I pray that you'd forgive us where we're not right. And I pray that you would help us, Lord, to, to see you in our toil. Help us to, to acknowledge you and see you, Lord, and, and help our soul see good.
not vexation, not restless hearts in the night, but a soul that sees the good, sees what you are doing in us through our work. Amen.